November 5, 2021. It's what for Pedro's show.
Pedro Show. Happy Friday. Start off the show with the Love Supreme Part 3 Pursuance. Now, this ain't like I've been playing all week, the live in Seattle thing. Mm. This is the actual studio recording. And I just took Jimmy Garrison's bass solo. And that's because it's in, you know, the live thing had this other cat with him, right? There's two basses, Donald Garrett. He played some. He's on that oh, live right. in Seattle record, too. But I, the reason I picked this and, and just took the, the bass solo excerpt, because of my guess, because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got aboard the Watch Pedro <laughs> show, brother. Devin Hoff on bass. Hey, Comrade Watt, how you doing? Absolutely fucking bitching to have you aboard. And that, that tune was called Lowlands. And it's off this new record. And I want to Heck know yeah. all about it. It's a, it's a fucking great album. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. You check it out? Yeah, remember you said about a month ago. Thank you. Yeah, it, um, you well, know, it, uh. Yeah, start from the beginning. How did it germinate? It, uh, you know, I, I got obsessed at some point. I, I found this recording of Ann Briggs singing um, a bunch of acapella music, mostly. Uh, I found it at the South Pasadena Library one time. Um. And just got hooked on it. Um, I don't really know that much about that kind of folk music. I know that she was kind of a a big deal, like Burt Janch and Jimmy Page and Pentangle folks. All those people talk cite her as kind of an influence on the folk revival in England. But I don't know much about that scene. Um, I just like the way she sang these old tunes. And uh, I started transcribing them on bass because my whole thing has always been to try to have make the arco my voice because i don't have a very good singing voice so um at one point in life i realized that playing the bass with a bow is my voice so i was trying to learn from singers and i was spending a lot of time with the like the egyptian singer uncle tomb and people like this and i discovered this and Briggs stuff so i started trying to transcribe it and play these pieces note for note because the thing with her is she would sing these acapella versions where the intonation is very specific and very uh, very fluid, but very exacting, and the phrasing is the same. So I was trying to learn all of these things from her. And over time, I just started playing those things in my solo sets and um, getting more and more deep into it and started writing some arrangements of some of these pieces to kind of take them in different directions that I heard them because I've just been living with these recordings of her singing and my version of them for about a decade at this point. Um, and not to be cliche, but, you know, over the lockdown, I was sending some files to some friends of mine and uh, a couple of them were like vibing on some of the same kinds of music. So uh, did a couple of these versions with, you know, uh, with these people. Um, and it, it basically germinated into a record. Um, a handful of friends of mine were had time and capacity to record some some of these arrangements with me. And so I was just sending files around. And, and forms and, and charts and stuff of me playing the bass parts. Um, yeah, and it's kind of how, how it wound up. And, it, you know, it turned into a thing that was about five or six songs long. And around that time, I was uh, kind of got back in touch with Slim Moon. I hadn't talked to him in years. Um, and he was, you know, he was back at, at, at Kill Rockstar. I was at the label and started asking me what I was up to. Move and from Olympia him. to Nashville. True, yes. Yeah, and, his, and you know, and, and always had obviously some pretty deep ears and instincts for music. Um, 
So I've always been a big fan of his. Put out a Black Gang single. Mm-hmm. Now it's fine composition for uh, Carla Bozlich and then a cover of Cat Beefheart on the other side. Did you all do, did, did the Black Gang do a, a Rebel Girl single too? Well, later on, Bob Lee, okay. you know, Bob Lee was collecting live recordings of those tour, that last tour we did. Right, right. And so, yeah. And in fact, yeah. well, that came out on org. But it, the uh, Kill Rock Stars celebrating their big anniversary, they wanted to oh, really, right. really, yeah. So I put it out on, they wanted people who were doing Kill Rock Star artists. Anyway, yeah, enough right. about what I'm, I'm curious about. So this proj starts as a man alone. Starts as a man and a, and a bass. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. The man <laughs> expressing himself, connecting a weird parallel universe to this woman's voice with the Arco. Right. I, we should tell the listeners, Arco uh, playing bass ah, yeah, people sure. is using a bow. And there's yep, a yep, German yep, way you. and a French way. It's like underhand or overhand. I, I switched to underhand at one point because I hurt my hand. Couldn't, okay. I couldn't do the overhand. That's what I learned on. I switched, uh, I switched to the quote-unquote German way, the underhand yeah. way about... 15 years ago and it changed my life yeah yes it shows to go you right same yeah. same exact equipment just diff different way of wielding it yeah 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 for sure you know how many times yeah. comrade damn over my uh journey of playing bass i've had to change styles so many times because like like you said hurt when you feel pain and i think that's how you yeah. stay in the in the ring because if you keep trying to do that old way Word. Time is taking you. Your body can't handle that, and you end up doing real damage. You know that's a good point because I, I, I am grateful. I, I, you know, I'm still doing this. I'm still touring. I'm still playing a bunch of shows. I'm still carting these instruments around. And it's true, you know, you part of it's subconscious. Sometimes you just kind of change how your one hand or the other, or your shoulder or your strap length yeah. or something. You know, right? Yeah. And so yeah, it's, it's, you got to stay pliable, dynamic, right? And but then that you opens know, you up to get learn different things too, maybe. Exactly, you know, like like I'm I'm much more. I used to be a very heavy attack kind of player, and I'm, I'm much more melodic these days. And I like to think it's not because I'm getting softer. I think I'm getting. I think my edge is just getting more defined. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, but but I, I I feel different when I play now. I feel more. And I think it's part of that, you know, because it's not just about hitting the thing as hard as I can on every note. Sure, night. sure. You know. Look, I'm going to play more from the record, okay? Uh, she moved mm. through the fair.
We are living in a world upside down. Living in a world gone wrong. Living in a world with dogs and cats and more. I mean, it's probably all right. I mean, you're probably safe. I mean, it should be okay. But who knows?
So that chunk of music started off. Devin Hoff, she moved through the fair. Mm. Then Neil Turpin from Leeds. And this is a drummer man who went to make a mm. solo record. Like you said, the situation, right? Mm -hmm. Lemonade start coming, turn into lemonade makers. Okay, so at the table, Absolutely. Neil Turpin. He's in a great band called uh, Bilge Pump. Comes from Bansalonki. Excellent drum, but shows to go. You probably if you could play drums good, you could play any fucking instrument good because it's a lot of mm. rhythm, huh? SLWCC Watt after that, but my collab with Sam Lockward, Iowa City is this living. Uh, Jad Fair, okay, here's some people I'm going to play with next week at the Unhinged Fest in Denton, Texas, right? There's a music school there. Uh, one of the band is Jad Fair from Half Japanese, he's going to be there. Jad, mm. it's probably all right. Then Sailor, then some bands that from that area and also Fort Worth, Dallas. Uh, Sailor Poon, Pointy Boots, Awans Dover with We Made It Till Morning, Violet Squid with Rendezvous Canceled by Cowboy, Drug Mountain with Champagne Abuse. Yeah, so I get to, uh, me and my missing man get, uh, what do you call it, clean up, right? We get the broom. We're at the end there. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we're going, to, I ain't played there since the second man gig with uh, opening for the Catholics, Charlie, which when Charlie, before he got Pixies back, he had something called P Frank Black and Catholics. Oh, right. And it a, yeah, it was a fun gig. And I remember it was the second gig, the first gig of that tour. Uh, you know, I never toured with Pete Mazich. Uh, he, he brings out a stool. <laughs> and I was like, you think I'm going to be the only mother? You know, because Jared, of course, the drummer man's got to be on. 
He doesn't have right, to be right. a star. And I said, you think I'm going to be the only motherfucker coming out of the cake? He donated <laughs> that stool. He never brought it. Okay. <laughs> and Bob is with uh, Botero. Viz with uh, his project, Nail <clears throat> number three. Of, uh, this one's uh, Josefina. I think seven parts altogether is number three. And then finally, Living by the Water, Gavin Hall. Mm. So did you have more than you need? You said it started, it developed into five or six, but the record's got more than that. It's got nine, well, that's right? A, yeah, that's the thing. I, I well, that's what, When I was talking to Slim, I, he said, like, what are you working on these days? I sent him this, and he's like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I might want to you know, help put that out. But he asked for if, if there was any more tunes. Um, and I, I had done a couple more, but they just didn't quite fit. They weren't up to snuff, I thought, for a for a proper release. So I, uh, it kind of gave me a good opportunity um, to reach out to a couple other folks because uh, sure. I had some different arrangements in mind, and, and I got got to get a hold of uh, uh, my longtime friend and comrade and cohort Howard Wiley uh, oh, yeah. from from Oakland, who I I, I I still think is one of the great saxophone players of our time. Um, and you know holds it down up yeah. there, but you know the the Bay Area can kind of be a world apart sometimes. So well, well, what about like... that tall man on the drums, Chez? The good for Cal. Oh yeah, yeah, he's around. No, he's not, but, he's but, this... but about this project. Oh yeah, he's um, he's he's not on it. The only drums I was trying to have no drums or guitar. No, there is on one though. I, I, I yeah, heard. it's the the drum is the drummer is Jim White. Um, oh shit! From, I know from Jim. Dirty Three. Yeah, Dirty yeah. Three. They did four. I got to do Filthy Four with them. When oh, I helped killer. the Porta yeah, yeah. Porta so, so, guys out in 1995, first time to Australia. Oh, that's perfect. That's yeah, oh, exactly second right. Time. I, I helped Jay Maskus before. God, my memory. But they're, they're beautiful guys. I think it was Jaguar. They would they play a club gig for every big gig right in between, and they have mm. them play. And, yeah. Also during the oh. day, they're really kind. And Jim White is an incredible drummer. I saw him with Cat Power also. Oh yeah, totally. Junior. Yeah, he's done it. He's done stuff with Nick and with PJ and all the. You yeah. know, I'm using first names, but uh, sure. I shouldn't because they don't know me. But um, I just know them. <laughs> but yeah, they're good people, and uh, he's just amazing kind of guy. He plays up. He is people. One a distinct thing about Jim White, a drum technique. He'll he'll put tambourine right on the snare drum. <laughs> I like right. sitting on there. It's sitting on there. You know, it's getting hit with the sticks, whatever the fuck. You know, it's a trip. I I never seen anybody do that. Uh, you know, he he sent me these drum files for this tune. I we did this song Willie O. Winsbury, which right. Is, uh, I, I like that melody a lot. I I, I, don't, I was like I can't see doing these lyrics. The lyrics are weird uh, to my mind. But um, I ended up playing some guitar on it because I was just sitting around noodling with those chord changes. So I thought, yeah. well, I'll just track this and then kind of built everything on top of it. There's going to be trumpets and violins, and I ended up doing those all on just a bunch of upright basses because I was getting the sound I wanted and demoing it. And then Jim came on and put his part on, and he sent me these drum tracks. They're just so beautiful and so open. Like the decay yeah. on the drums is like a whole bar for one kick drum hit, and I didn't have to do anything to it. I just I just flew them into the track, and it mixed itself as far as I can tell. It's you know, it really such helps. It's a musical if, approach. If you record something good, that helps so much. This fix it the mix thing is kind of, yeah, it's kind of a delusion. It's good to get I, a good performance, right? There's yeah, nothing beats that. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, November okay. 5, 2021 edition. Watt Pedro's special guest, Devin Hoff. Hold tight for hour two. November 5, 2021. It's the second hour. Watt for Pedro's show.
from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour. Devin Hoff, Willie O. Winsbury, Jim White. Mm. Fifth Symphony Invocation of Trigger, The Eruption of Yellowstone Caldera, Third Movement Flame. This is the Sentimental Fence Post or Cursetra out of Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Devin Hoff, finally. Ma Bonnie Lad. And we were, we were trying to get the ethnicity because he mentioned a bunch of, you know, the English folk scene thing that came out of the 60s. And, but this lady was actually a, a mixture, Ireland and yeah. England. Yeah. Right. Can yeah, I and I guess maybe it's. What's that? Yeah. No, I know maybe it's something I really, you know, I'm, I'm kind of half Irish myself. Maybe I related to that subconsciously. Sure, absolutely. Absolute. Nature rewards that. It's that humans with their ethnic purity, they get. Yeah, oh, fuck that. After, uh, yeah, the inconvenient truth, right? You get fucked. Yeah, I try, shit, I try not even think. Okay. Yeah, I try not even think about Here's that. Here's what I want to ask about. Yeah, yeah. You being a bass man, bass brother. Yeah. Researching this music, right? Now she's a cappella and shit, but did you go into other mm-hmm. stuff? Because it, what what is the bass doing in a lot of that uh, music? Or there's it's, not it's much. Not, it's not there, right? Okay. It's not there, except for you and Pentangle. Uh, what's his name? Um, Pentangle bass player is, is is doing like kind of a a neo like Mingus approach. You know, they were like tra- approaching it from a jazz place. But in the original music, uh, you know, there's like the Bowron or something. You know, that that drum. I feel like that's the only bass in a lot of or maybe a portive trad stuff. Maybe a portive organ, some kind of yeah droning kind of thing. Because yeah. the droning thing kind of can relate to a little bit Arco on the stand up. Absolutely, totally. Have you yeah, ever and, tried, you know, there's something I'm trying right now. I'm trying to get Arco from a P-Bass, the one I used to record uh, mm. the Goldman Bust Out Brigade with you when you you brought that baby bass. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm trying to use this device called an e-bow. I'm not using uh-huh. a real bow. It's this thing for guitars with magnets. Have you ever I've tried, tried this shit? I have. I've, I, you know, the thing... I think at one point there, I don't know if there was or if I dreamt it, there's like a bass Evo because the, the Evo is hard to make it work. Cause it, the, the groove yeah. is the right, is the right width for a guitar string, That's but it's right. too narrow for a guitar, for a bass right. string. Well, you could cheat um, by putting your cup in it with your fingers and making them the new guides. Some dudes glue. I looked on the internet. Some dudes have done little hacks and kludges with uh, glue and shit or filing down and making new. Anyway, right, right. What, what oh, about Go Your part. Way? Tell me about this too. Uh, go Your Way. Um, that's like one of the. Uh, Anne Briggs didn't record that many originals, and Go Your Way is one of the few. And I, it, it's a, well, the folk tradition's you, full of that, right? You have your version, but everybody's almost it, doing all the same songs. Exactly. So this one is, you know, technically penned by her, and it's a, it's a, I think it's a beautiful song. Um, and I got. Uh, I basically did a did a kind of takedown of her of the guitar part in the original and made an arrangement that worked on the upright bass. Um, you know, I was doing. Oh, she didn't do little, her original. Was an a cappella? No, her original had guitar actually on it. Um, she played this cool kind of cool like dad gad guitar style. Um, she played and, herself. And I, you know, we had a, a Ed from Ohio was way into this lady from North Carolina. Uh, Emma uh, Cotton. You know about they oh, call it cotton picking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, arpeggios stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Libicot. Yeah, Libicot. That was her name. Um, yeah. The the 
the the Briggs thing it was like you know it's using these open strings in this cool way and i got into uh one of the things i've been getting into lately is like i started tuning the bass in all these different ways wow um and i kind of wound up what i'm doing now is i'm using uh like cello tuning on fifths. the upright bass. Fifths. Yeah, fifths. So the, yeah. the more drama between the strings when you make the moves, not as clustered. Yeah, yeah. The drum, the the, the moves are, are are wider, but the but the uh, but the range is wider also, and that's the what tonality. I mean. that, that's why I meant by drama, yeah. like a like an analogy. Yeah, exactly. I think I think you're right, and I think on um on a lot of this record on the this voices from the empty more record, I ended up doing a kind of a modified cello tuning where I'd have a low C, a G, a D, and then another G on top. Oh. And having the two Gs kind of like, uh, it gets into kind of a dadgad space. Yeah, So yeah. I was able to like do things with some of like the droney stuff. Like right, 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 that. right. What, 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 Ron Cotter, he does a lot of piccolo, right? And, and Is that fourths? Mm. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it's yeah, like it the size of a fucking cello, right? Right, but in fourths, exactly. Yeah. And this, this is different. It's, but yeah, I it's it's like I just got into how the range works and how certain things sit, and now I'm kind sure. of playing like that. Do you have a big one? Now. Because U.S. Yeah. stand ups are 41 inch, right? But in Europe, they're the big daddy, right? They're not three well, fourths. They, they they have they have both. They have three fourths and they have yeah. There's four fifths, I think, and then the full size, which you hardly ever see. Uh, Greg yeah. Cohen, the bass player, uh, played with a. Uh, you know, a bunch of people did a lot of stuff with Zorn and, and Ornette, actually, at Ornette's last band. He has, I believe, I believe he plays a, a full size or, or a four fifths almost. But it's rare to see, I agree. <laughs> the deep tone, though, man, but the stretch is tough. <laughs> oh, my God, it's tough. But yeah, it's it like is. 48 it's inch or something. <laughs> but you don't have to, you don't, you know, it works out because you don't have to play many notes because right. every note is so right. fucking big. Future belongs to the efficient. Comrade. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm um, gonna play. Go your way. Let's listen. Oh, cool.
Hoff for Pedro Show. That chunk of music. Start off, go your way, Devin Hoff. And then there's a stand-up guy, Damon Smith, with Jerome mm-hmm. Byrden duo. They did a, I guess this older band they used to play with, they did a, a, a tribute album to him. And this, they took the things this guy would say and made them the titles of their pieces. So one minute, one espresso, one cigarette. And finally, Devin Hoff, Snow It Melts. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about Snow It Melts. Well, uh, Snow, yeah, Snow It Melts is a, that's one of those ones that's actually the only one that wound up on the record that uh, I played. The transcription that I made of Ann Briggs' acapella recording, um, I played as on the bass as accurately as I could. So I kind of played an acapella version um, of her acapella version. And actually on the, Rob from Kill Rockstars had a cool idea and in the vinyl, um, my chicken scratch takedown of her version is is included on the flip side of the liner notes. Um, and then that goes into a song that has a very similar, same two modes as that, as Snow It Melts the Soonest. Um, it's same two modes, but reversed. So it's basically a minor key with a major sixth that turns into a minor sixth, and then that reverses on the next song. So... I put those tunes together as kind of a a sweet, as Nels Klein would say, instead of a medley. And uh, my good friend Alejandro Farha, who uh, was my, my housemate in Chicago and uh, and got really deep into uh, studying Arabic music and is actually uh, teaching now at Chicago School of Folk Music and works on the touring gig of uh, the bands and band came to town, I think it's called. Um, he plays Oud on the second half of that and the... Uh, it was really nice to get him. Yeah, I, I, I think so. their first step is a quarter tone. <laughs> yeah, so they, exactly. they got trippy scales, and it's really interesting. We can kind of it, fake them, but you know, people get different things. And, and talk about major and minor in the same t- blue train, right? But also, mm. fucking my favorite things. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's a whole. You know this thing and about it, like the right notes, the wrong notes. No, that's the ones you like or at the moment don't like. <laughs> Well, exactly, and, and what you're using to tell your story. You know, Absolutely. I, I, it's all I, device, I that, all vocabulary. Yeah, exactly, and like what all harmony is to me is harmony is the emotional component of the story you're telling because you play certain chord changes, and for whatever reason, I don't know if it's nature or nurture, but they make you feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. You know, and, and you and, know, like uh, Mr. Tesla said, you know, with resonance and the way energy works and how matter kind of – is kind of is energy at different frequencies and shit like that, or lower frequencies higher. Well, and 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 to to paraphrase a uh, to paraphrase a Minuteman, God bows to math, right? <laughs> well, that was from uh, Jack Brewer. Uh, actually, he didn't give me the title. I gave it the title, but he uh, he gave me the lyric. You know, we had to get a whole bunch of another batch of songs together because the Hooskers. Did oh, arcade, right? right? So <laughs> we didn't have enough words, so we were asking, you know. Not just Jack Brewer's on there. Jack Brewer's cousin. We didn't even know this guy. Hey, can you write us a song? Dirk Vandenberg's wow. landlady, you know. D-Boom was saying my <laughs> words were kind of spacey. So I used the landlady's note about the fucking tub leak. And I said, is this real <laughs> enough, D-Boom? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's funny because those lyrics, you know, to the to the outsider, it all seems so fucking deep. I know. You know well, that's, I mean? that's the trip about music, though, right? 
How did right. you know, uh, uh, Frank Morgan in the Wizard of Oz? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. He's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Look, well, we're at the, the end of the second hour. November 5, 2021. Dish Watt Peter's special guest, Devin Hop. Hold tight, hour three. Okay, yeah, absolutely. November 5, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt Pedro show.
think so but we do this song is composed by Jeff a guitarist songwriter extraordinaire it's called old gum it's not about a person it's about old gum
Julia Holter, yeah, saying saying on that. I wrote I wrote an arrangement. I tried to write an arrangement that sounded like uh, there's this, this Gothenburg based band. They're still around called Agrimonia. They're kind of like a doomy crust band that I'm obsessed with. And I tried to write Sweden. Yeah, I tried to write a thing about how they would sound uh, on the upright bass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, we should tell the people that we start off the third man. Uh, he's talking about this tune here. Let no man steal your yes. time. But we got the Louis Cano brief title there. And then Prico Svermiru, Story of the Universe in Slovene. Sorry for destroying that language. My apologies. Live at Muziki Binala Zagreb, 1980. Oh, still Yugoslavia. Trobakova Kushte Pesci. Then Babes, New York City. Old Gum. Yeah, terrible band name, but cute songs. Ration with a styrofoam mouthpiece. Team Dresh out of Olympia. Donna Dresch, great mm. bass lady. Yeah, my voice. Yeah. 
And finally, Devin Hoff with Blackwater Side. Ooh. Enlighten us. Blackwater Black Side features our, 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 our also mutual friend, Emmett Kelly. Yeah, he was on the show. And, uh, right? He moved from Chicago to here and uh, quite a guitar man. A big range of stuff. He does everything from like way out to like way, you know, familiar. Yeah, he's he's kind of a scholar of like that exact kind of like Irish English folk music that yeah. this music is based on. So I had him sing a song. I asked him to sing a song, and he kind of took me to task because he knows how it really should go. Um, really <laughs> and I'm good. doing this. I'm doing this. Uh, this outsider, you know, I, I was trying to not get too deep into the history of it because um, I didn't want to get caught up in it. Uh, and just you know, I, it, but he, he knows the history really well, so it was nice to have that in there too. And he killed it. Um, yeah. So you 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 were in student mode. I, I am very conscious. Well, I was, you know, honestly, what I, I I think so historically, and I and I just just the way my brain works naturally. Yeah. And I really tried to circumvent that in this project. I I, I kind of wanted to let them. I wanted to let the sounds that I like and what I like about these recordings that I was, to, you know, making basing this arrangement off of. Because a lot of the arrangements at the end of the day sound nothing like the originals. They're just basically brand new songs that I took, you know, some melody for or something. Um, but I just, you I, wouldn't I say they were interpretations? Or you're looking, some of them are. Or they were like kind of, of uh, like launch pads or springboards? Yeah, it's a mix. It's a mix, okay. but some of them are def are about half of them are very much launch pads, and I, I like that term for it. Yeah, and, and so I, I wanted it. To you know be where like I that use point. that phrase a lot? The future mm. I see for the bass as a composition tool, mm. because we don't have a lot of that. We got some harmony, but we got a lot of rhythm, right, and dynamics. Yeah. But we, when because of our lack of harmony, because we're so narrow, our overall thing, we leave a mm -hmm. lot of room for the collabs. Yeah, you exactly. know this idea of working the holes. Well, mm -hmm. it's kind of built into the physics of our machine. <laughs> I that's a really good point. And you know, that's with this kind of situation, that's how that's how it works so well. You know, like I actually on that "Go Your Way" song, um, Sharon Van Etten uh, singing, who I I play in her band these days. Um, she agreed to sing on it. You know, all these singers were so, and and all the instruments, everybody was so generous with their time and energy. Is kind of amazing, but uh, but yeah, I, the version i gave her she was like oh, the, there's so much holes there you know um, absolutely it's, it was, it's weird know. about composing on the bass but you got to kind of almost like guess the future exactly <laughs> yeah and she was like how do you want me to phrase this you know where are you hearing it and i was like honestly just find you know just yeah do it. that was and that's she, the yeah. greatest direction right there comment there look you, you gave me it, this you know. uh how, how do you pronounce this w-e-y second word l-o Way low. I, I don't know. Um, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it Gaelic? It's Kurdish. Oh, it's Kurdish. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a Kurdish. Because this isn't from the collection. Now, there was only nine songs, so I had to find two other songs. Okay. Yeah, that's that's from the this record I, I made a few years back. Right, right, right. And I might have already played it, but fuck it. It gets a rerun on the Wattpedia. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
Papa Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Waylo from Devin Hall. This ain't from the new album, people. This is from a little while ago because the album's only got nine tunes, so we need 11 for the show. So Perfect. Uh, we got to find these other ones. This one here, Waylo. And then from Tevik, Frito, Fritoyov. Fritoyov. Forgive me, I'm ruining the Russian language. Uh, the Portal Ozin, number one. Then uh, Moshat Doma out of the Ukraine with Otveta. Is it Ukraine or is it Belarus? Ah, fuck. Mm. Yeah, I worked for this old lawyer. He said, Mr. What? You know, sometimes a little bit of knowledge is more dangerous than ignorance. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think you know it's fucking up. Okay. And then uh, wow. Tolum, our piano man friend, uh, mm. who sold the van, now and his wife are torn worldwide on trains, you know, for the lifelong wow. tour. Tolum and Modir, Modir Zade with Facet 26. And finally, Devin Hoff and the Cuckoo, which kind of brings us full circle because it's this was related to the new stuff. Now, you know about the Cuckoo bird, right? I, I don't of know. course, you know it as a model for those clocks out of Switzerland, right? But the bird sure. itself is a motherfucker, right? This, they won't raise their own babies. They, they lay their eggs in other people's fucking nests. And that mm -hmm. mo new mother bird, it's called a brood uh, parasite, right? Because there's no real biology sucking the blood out or anything. You foist your fucking babies and the other bird don't realize. And, it, it and they raise up, your babies. Yeah, and they boot they boot the original babies out. So the mom don't know. Yeah, it's like fucked wow, up. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, nature in all its facets. But uh, <laughs> but you you have a, a you you had another enlightening thing about the cuckoo because you know related to the tune. Let us hear. And add Briggs. And yeah 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 that's the. Uh... That was another one I, I learned from her, and I tried to learn to play it all in harmonics on the bass. It's because it makes it pretty, but finding a high C is really hard. <laughs> you know, this thing about doing voice with an instrument, I guess yeah. it's backwards of scat, right? Because that's a voice trying to do an instrument. Oh, good point. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> but no, me and Larry, the guy who did the last two years of helping the Stooges out, mm -hmm. did some uh, doing some tributes. Uh, to the you know the Ashton brothers and brother Steve we've lost of course and 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 yeah. you know for Ig's voice I play fuzz bass. Oh, cool! I just yes. and, yeah, maybe it's kind of in a trippy way related to what you're doing in a way. There's something about the human voice. It's definitely a fucking instrument. Yes, yeah, and it's and it's it's fun to kind of decontextualize it. You know, I like taking the words out of it and then putting them back on it or something. You know what I mean, like. Other thing is like, intervals. They don't have to have a lot. Most conversation don't have a lot of drama in the intervals. They're very close, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe Asian language, like Chinese, they're, they're kind of singing. So there is. Yes, yeah, tonal, right? Right. It's more tonal that way. But uh, a lot of like pretty flat with the English thing, right? Except when you want to let somebody know it's a question or, if you're, you're, you know, it's not a question, right? It's a statement. It could be the same thing. It's the way how you raise the pitch at the end of your sentence, right? You're trying to show pronunciation marks almost with your speaking. And I, I, I know that when I was trying to adapt, you know, them Stooges songs like 69 or 70 or Funhouse, 
yeah, there wasn't a lot of moving around. What was really important was the rhythm parts. Oh, interesting. Right. The way it went to the backing track, because that's what the singing, especially Stooges, there's a lot of syncopation uh, uh, between the fucking rhythms. Because, you mm -hmm. know, Ig's a drummer. That's where he got his name. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that's where he got his name. Yeah, he played in a band called the Iguanas. His real name is Jim. I've never called him that. But... <laughs> right? Well, you said I mean, there was something about calling somebody by their first name, right? I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I helped him for 125 months, but I still never thought I had the right, you know, he was always Ig to me. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. fucking, he's worked well, for it, believe me. <laughs> I, I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think I called you by your first name. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I grew up in Navy Hells, and none of us used first names. Even if right, there was brothers. Oh, Thompson, no, the other one. Okay. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's some military spillover, but maybe oh, not so sense. negative. At least no one was getting hurt. And there's enough you know, fucking just, mics, right? Yeah, I, I was just thinking though too the 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 fuzz bass thing and the um were you talking about playing with a bow earlier? Well, the fuzz gives you the sustain. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so that's that's a way to do it too. That's you know, right. That's I, right. But uh, somebody turned me on to this uh, composer, modern a guy from Romania who's using stand up basses doing arco, and, and I'm trying to get into that and on electric bass. You know, yeah. I tried in the late '90s to do stand up, and in fact made a single for Kills Rock Stars. Right, it was called Lil Pit. There was this club in, called the White Horse or something near Outwater Village, and it had a pit that was like only four tiles. It was the fucking tiniest pit I ever saw. So I named <laughs> this, and I thought, look, if you're going to make a record, you're going to have to learn this motherfucker. And it was a plywood wow. kind of rockabilly K one, you know. And it was hard. Sure. Man. It beat me up bad. It beat me up, but I ended up doing two songs with Steve Perkins, uh, Talia. Uh, I think they were they were cover songs of covers that Nina Simone did. Talia picked one was wow. Like, I, I I never heard this. I yeah, hear well, I asked Slim about it. Yeah, feeling good was the other one, right? Anthony Newley or something. The guy David Bowie kind of got to sing stuff. And the other side was uh, written by Tina Turner's sister when they were working with Ike Turner, right? Funkier uh -huh. than a mosquito's tweeter, man. That's heavy song. <laughs> That's the name of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spike will flow it to you. Or I'll, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. But that's Watts only recording on a stand-up. And big honor, you're such an inspiration to me, really. And I can't wait till we do our next installment of the Emma Golden bust-up. I mean, I mean the, the, the honor is completely mine. I, okay. I'm, I'm still... Uh... I'm still swimming in some seas that you helped chart for me uh, before we even met, you know, and, and since. So. Well, thank you so much for being you and keeping on, keeping on, because uh, we got a co-conspirator here in Pedro. People, it's been the November 5, 2021 Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.